1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the J Cast. I'm John Layman. I'm joined by Damon McDonalds. And normally, Damon, I would ask you off air how you are and check in with you, but I don't want to waste it. You know, we're scraping the barrel for content here and uh, finding out about your state of mind. I think is something that listeners want to know about. So, how are you? <laughs> I'm glad
0: that this, this is a talking point for our show. Ah, uh, look, I mean, ah, uh, probably. Not, not great, but hey, look, no, who's doing well, right? Who's doing, who's zooming who here? Uh, nah, it's just, you know, what the true barometer is, Joel, when you get really good, happy news and it, and you don't react to it, <laughs> you know, as, as you thought you would have. That's, that, that happened yesterday. And I was just like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm really deep in, in, in shit. Uh, it's it, you know, I don't I don't know how every anybody's making out. How's anybody making out? You know what I mean? Like how's how are you making out is a better question. You and your in your day fucking 200 of captivity <laughs> in a hotel room. You feel like it's a hostage situation at this point, don't you?
1: It's the new normal. <laughs> I can't remember what it feels like to be able to go into a park or uh, not have to pay double rent for the place I'm living in. <laughs> yeah, did you ever get a PlayStation, dude? No, no I'm not. I'm not going to buy a new one. No? Cause, Why? Uh, my my. I can't. I can't have two PS4s. That's. I can't justify that kind of expense right now. Well, I've got my PS4 waiting for me back home, but. I think I've got enough stuff to keep me occupied. I, I mentioned it last week, but I am just absorbed myself in becoming a quiz master. I've been making so many quizzes for my friends and all sorts of wacky rounds. So uh, things like the Arsenal banter years or uh, Kit Kat flavours, crisps of the world, things like that, which I've found really fun and very, very time consuming. But I'm the sort of person where I'll get a project that interests me and I'll just be completely absorbed in it and it will take up all my time for you know the foreseeable future until i'm done with that and then i can move on to something else so i'm the quiz master now okay i like this i like this i got like i said i got a a million things i I can send your way um
0: i know we have a big weekend this weekend so uh we'll see if uh we'll see if we can all uh join together and Make this, happen. and I'll now correct me if I'm wrong. And this is more of an off-air thing. Uh, I'm 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 100 quizmaster in this one, right? Oh,
1: yes, okay. yeah. Please, you. you I, I, I want to learn from you, right. the the quiz master master first, mm-hmm. and then I'll take notes okay. and hopefully be able to use some of your techniques as I go forward because. Yeah, that, this is my life now. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, get you
0: a, I'll get you a job with, with the company that I work for Whenever, when, if, if and when we're ever allowed to step outside again. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like the PlayStation is something that you need. I don't know. I was actually thinking about – truth be told, I was like, um, like, let's just buy the fucking guy one. and Because and here's the thing. You can always sell it afterward, right? Like, great. You don't need two PlayStations, right? fucking sell it afterward you know what I mean you mean to tell me you couldn't
1: sell it later on probably but it's it's not it's not necessary I don't even know if I'd be able to find the time for it right. I've just got so much other stuff I I could be doing there's all uh <laughs> what do you well, I've got games that I can play right. I've got my I have my PlayStation control pad with me so I can connect that to the MacBook and play games oh, okay. even if it's not necessary PlayStation games uh still, you know, trying to keep up with my Mandarin self-study, a bit of Thai self-study, because I want to be able to read Thai, which is something I didn't do when I lived here uh, back 2011 to 2013. And I really regret that. So I want to try and brush up while I'm here, because going forward, uh, I, I've asked Mali to speak to Esther in Thai. So hopefully she can pick up two languages, but I don't want that to be used against me. And I've sort of (laughs) foreseen that's going to be a problem going up. Like I can imagine a scenario where they're both like gossiping about me and Ty. So I I want to stay on top of that, nip that in the bud. So bit of that. Uh, Reading. I've started a new book. I'm reading um, an Ian Banks book called The Player of Games, which is really interesting. That's quite absorbing. Um, Still doing my dystopian walks around the outside of the park. Watching lots of stuff. Uh, what did I watch recently? I watched Spaced. Um, I started watching Seven Samurai. So it's not as if I'm like sitting around scratching my ass with nothing to do. And that's on top of all the, you know, online teaching and baby care and, and the yeah. like. So my hands are full. God damn. Uh, I mean,
0: I have a lot. I just don't do a lot. <laughs> like, I have, I have plenty of shit I could do. I just stare at it. And when it's like – like I'll have an idea be like, oh, all right, I'm going to do this. And then when it's time to do that, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really feel like doing this. So usually my days consist of just staring at
1: the wall. Staring at the wall. <laughs> but
0: I have all these – my ambition, uh, it, my, my intentions were full. Uh, but then when it comes down to actually doing the things. But I will say this. So last weekend, Joel, I uh, partook, partaked, taken, took uh, in a. Uh, this is the second time we did this, by the way. Uh, a little poker, we played a little online poker with the friends, right? This is the second time in three weeks. I'll have you know, Joel, I have won both tournaments. I won again, so the money that I got, got Cheryl I was like. You know, it's your money. You fucking want it, you know. Um, I bought a monitor that I'm tapping right behind me. It is a widescreen monitor exclusively for my PlayStation 4.
1: <laughs> so. Oh, now we're talking. Right. right. There we go. Here, here's the good news within this bad global situation. I'm I'm liking this. I'm getting more in. I'm getting more in. Um, I still haven't killed that fucking colossus. Already <laughs> <for sure. laughs> right, Okay, come on, it's time to move on from that. You're no, never going to kill it. Just uh, fuck it. No, may, uh, maybe it's a sign that no, you shouldn't kill it. I want to kill it because you know wh- when you kill them, you get the sad I do. I ooh, you get the sad music, and you're thinking, "Oh, should I have done that? Maybe this is nature's way of saying it wasn't meant to be, and it's time to move on and play Shenmue." Here's all right. Well, I had I I I'll,
0: I'll get to the Shenmue in a second. But the problem with this with this one thing is it, this last Colossus is the save. So if I try, 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 try and give up for the day and I save, I still have to go through and do all the shit that got me to the Colossus. Like I had to climb across this fucking tundra and then shine my sword and it opens the rocks and then I had to get – a. but every time I do that – Joel, I have to kill the horse every fucking time. Sorry for the spoilers. But I have to kill the horse every fucking time. <laughs> it's, it's so depressing. Every fucking time. And I'm like, oh, I, I got to go through this again. You're not getting desensitized to no, it? No. Every time it kills me. Every time it, it ruins me. And then I got to climb up the fucking rock
1: and go. You know what I mean? So it's like I, it's a bit of a. Ha- like the- where, where do you want the safe win? Do you want the game to be safe while you're like clutching the Colossus's shoulder? <laughs> yeah. God, that'd be wonderful if I could do that. Um no, even if I'm just at the base of the Colossus,
0: right? Where, you know, I got to hop up the rocks and then, you know... Uh, uh, like, at the base. Like, after I've done the tunnels and all that shit, and him throwing fireballs at me, like, I just want to fucking be at the base. Wouldn't that make the most sense? Like, if i fucking...
1: I'm with you, Damon. I, I I am guilty of what is known as save scumming, where if a game has this feature where you can save at any time... I will just repeatedly abuse those that save state function to get myself through tricky spots in the game. Well, I'll do Especially that. with like old emulator games, like you know, uh, these days when modern games, you die and there's just checkpoints everywhere. You just you go back like thirty seconds in the game, and there there is no real consequence or cost for failure. You just go back a little bit and try again. But you know, back in the day, when you fire up super mario brothers or whatever when you die and those lives are gone that's it you're going back to the start of that fucking game okay so like life no, no mercy <laughs> no prisoners right but i've not got the time for that now right. so if i can abuse uh save states if i can do save scumming i will do it i'm not above that
0: all right i'm a fan of the save, save scum because i i'm i'm there because because here, here's my thought i've already done this i've beaten this a trillion times my problem is not beating this part. I can beat it with my fucking eyes close at this point. Uh, I just got to get to the... I got to climb up the fucking Colossus. And I can... Uh, and here's the... Actually, let's be truthful. That save spot should be where I jab it in the fucking back to make his arms move. Because I've been there 25,000 times. That should be my spot. That I... If I die, I should start there. Not at the fucking beginning where I gotta ride the goddamn horse through the tundra, open the fucking thing with the shield, have the fucking horse die again. Every fucking time he saves my life, it falls 50 million feet to the fucking death. I gotta say this 20 times. I'm not in a good state to begin with, and I gotta watch a fucking horse die 20 times? The fuck? What are you trying to do to me, Joel?
1: (laughs) Well, there's no horse murder in Shenmue, so... Good point. Um,
0: so I had it rocking and ready to go. Literally, the 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 highlighted box was "Download Now." I wimped out. <laughs> I wimped out. That was on the bucket of oh, these are things I could do. And when the time came, I I bailed out. It was thirty bucks, right? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I got instant buyer's remorse of, am I going to play this fucking game? Is this really – am I going to do this? I didn't do it yet. So.
1: Maybe I should buy it for you. No, then, no, no, don't you, no. You you feel, don't buy me. You are me. You feel guilty. I know. I, will play. Play. I know,
0: really. <laughs> I know. Um, I, look, I'll get it. I'll, here's the thing. When we talked about it bef- before we went on air, um, we talked about the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and it's been around for ages, never watched an episode, never. And my friends would be like, you would love this show. When you go to Tokyo, fucking load them up and watch them. I swear you'll love them. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, I will. And I've had a million opportunities to watch them, and it just wasn't the time. And then there's just – I don't know what it is about me that does this, but and I know I would like it. Dude, there is a a NXS documentary called Mystify, where Cheryl will be like, "All right, you want to watch Mystify tonight?" I'll be like, yeah, "Okay." And then as it gets closer, we'll be like, uh, eh, I'm tired. I don't know if I want to watch it. Uh eh, maybe we should watch it." Eh. And I and I know I would love it. Why won't I just sit and watch it? I don't know. I don't know. But I do that. I wonder if anybody else is like that. Are you? You're not like that.
1: Oh yeah, I'm. Yes, I'm. Really? I, I'm like that. Sometimes, just the actual act of forcing yourself to sit down, put your phone away, and Watch something, or play something, or read something that you've been wanting to do for ages. Just, it's a big psychological hurdle, isn't it?
0: I don't know why it is though, because I know I will like it. It's about in excess. I, I why wouldn't I love this? I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why why people why that is? What is the psychological reason behind this, Joel? Am I worried about disappointment? Is that what it is? Am I worried about that that I'm going to watch it and be like, ugh? That sucked, and that and I thought it was going to be great, and I'm disappointed now. Is that what it is?
1: Could be that. I haven't really thought about it. I'm, I need you to think the wrong
0: I need you to add that to your list of to, to-dos. I need, I need you to write a thesis, a paper, a medical journal, please, about why anybody would do that. <laughs> well, I can't. I've, I've got TikTok videos to make. <laughs> Those things are fucking lovely, man. I'm telling you what. Those fucking videos are. I saw. Th- I saw your little, uh, little crisp one too. A little treat one. <laughs> that was nice. I saw that one. Um, I think you're the only person that I that I subscribe to, though. Um, like that, I consistently get stuff from. So it's like, I, 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 it's literally Joel News Network. I call it at this point because you're the only person that I that I, you know, get shit from, and it's always hilarious. Oh my god. Uh just for everyone's FYI. Uh, Mally did this fucking dance routine with this song, and I cannot get this song out of my head. It is addictive. And other fine things. Um. But that's where we are. <laughs> I wonder how. Oh, I, we had another line of storms, Joel. I, I forgot to uh, get 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 you the, the, the storm info. I'm gonna send you via the wonders of the internet, a photo. And this photo, Joel, is a photo that one Brian Mackey sent me. Now, you may be wondering, why would Brian Mackey be sending me pictures? Well, here's why. Brian Mackey's parents, uh, Brian Mackey listened to the show, friend of mine. Uh, see this. Uh his parents live like a town over, like literally across the highway. I could walk to their house, right? So we had a line of storms, Joel, that passed through yesterday afternoon. I, again, went into the basement for half an hour with a bottle and my, my AirPods. Uh, this is, I'm going to send to you, this is the aftermath. Just, again, just a town over. Of this storm that barreled its way through Philadelphia. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) What do you see there, Joe?
1: I can see an enormous tree that has been completely uprooted and has wiped out someone's uh, shed. And it looks like it's seriously damaged their roof. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And again, I would say
0: mm, a mile from me. At most, right? Uh, if you want, Joel, for further uh, clarification, what, can you look up, do a little Google search, maybe a, a, in the past 24 hours news cycle. Uh, if you could Google Tom's River, New Jersey. Tom's River, New Jersey. That is, uh, it's on the other side of the state, mind you. But again, I would say uh, close enough. And in the direct path, so the storm's, Went through Philadelphia, went through our area, and then whew, on to Tom's
1: River, New Jersey. what you find in there, Joel? So I've got some news stories here. Severe thunderstorms caused damage in Tom's River and other areas throughout the tri states And it looks like we've got some video here and a suspected tornado. Mm. And we're getting lots of pictures of devastation some quite spectacular lightning f- photographs from New Jersey and yeah this is this reminds me of um, there was a, a typhoon hit shaman in October 2016 and just the, the day after that walking around it it was like being in a one of these post-apocalyptic movies like pretty much every tree in the island was uprooted and just devastation everywhere it's really frightening stuff. Matt, we're living through some very troubling times, David. I know! It really is, and and again, this is April. Like,
0: we get summer storms, uh, you know, high humidity days where, you know, and then uh, a line of thunderstorms will come barreling through, because there's a cold front behind. I mean, we get that. That's, That's fine. It's fucking April. Fucking April! And we got these tornado things. Like, I truly believe that maybe that we had these things, like these weather things we're, we just have the technology to be a little bit more precise, and plus we're in this hyper you know, let's let's scare people to death so that they tune into the fucking local news kind of mode. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that was that was yesterday about two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, what the f-? can I just have a normal fucking day? Can I just have one fucking day where the sun is out and uh, I'm not having to go into my basement?" and drink myself into a fucking stupor.
1: The only conclusion I can come to here is that you've made God angry somehow. <laughs> I know. There is something. Like, now?
0: He <laughs> fucking figured it I can't out. I do not think what it was. <laughs> really? Really? all God wasn't around during the fucking 90s? <laughs> really? Um, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, something is off in the, in the universe. Something is not quite right. That is for sure. So there's where we are. That's our uh, that's our update. I know everyone is uh so excited. I will say this though. Um there have been lots of kind people that have uh, reached out to me. Uh and I do appreciate everyone. Um it's been they uh, people have been very kind with their thoughts, paragraphs of thoughts. <laughs> um which is cool. It's uh very nice that that at least we all suffer together <laughs> um, that is that is that is a good thing, I guess um, but everybody's going through it you know what I mean that, that's the weird thing that I think about a lot is that the person across the street I wonder how the hot uh, mom's doing I, I, you know she moved out you know they, they moved out the new person's in um, but everybody everybody all over the world is 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 going through it gone through it. Some people handling it like a champ like Joel. Some people aren't like me. So, hopefully you're somewhere comfortably in the middle.
1: All right, it's it's all kicking off, Damon. <laughs> There's been a serious breakdown in communication. Melia's uh deserted her post. Oh no. And now I'm I am to look after a a fussy baby here we'll we'll see how we get on i will say this damon if nothing else this lockdown thing has got some people's creative juices going because there was that wonderful new japan compilation video set to the beautiful ride music uh, by the the user crowded so c-r-o-w-d-d-e-d-d and yeah that was a real treat wasn't it
0: what a first of all that person has to be a crowded house fan right correct me if i'm wrong person's from australia right uh, in in one of their things, it's is hey now, hey now, which is don't dream it's over, right? Uh,
1: sorry, one thing I wanted to say is they they slipped into the private message, the DMs, sharing a link for this. Don't follow us. I was like, okay, now we've pinned out your video. At least you could do a slap the follow button, uh, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I loved. Uh,
0: let me tell you something, Joel. I. Loved that video again to the tune uh, was that John C. Riley from uh, Walk Walk Hard the movie right? Um, I love which I love that fucking movie is hilarious. I actually watched that movie. I've seen it, um, and it's I don't know it is so, that video was so well done. I watched it a thousand times, and every time I, the, the, the first couple times, be honest, did you get a little emotional?
1: Uh yeah, I guess. The- <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> you you talk. More, yeah, I've got more. All right, I'll carry this one. Uh, I did. I I will I will freely admit that there was a lump at my throat. A couple of them. Um, it, just the, you know, the stuff with the Shibata clips and. Even the Nakamura clips, I was just like, oh, my God. That's, this is what it's all about. This is pro wrestling. This is why we do what we do. This is why we wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. This is why we consistently get together and talk. This is why we have so many friends all over the world and so many listeners all over the world. Um, if you haven't seen this video, I beg of you. Uh, it's, it's, I, th- I thought it was just great. And the creativity that the person had was was spot on. The editing was spot on. There was one. I don't know. I just I loved it. I really. I was real. I was. I was moved by it. Let's put it that way. So take it for what it's worth. But I say go out of your way to find it. It's on our Twitter feed you know, somewhere in there. But uh, I just. I just <laughs> every day I would wake up and I would just pray. That stupid New Japan wouldn't take that fucking thing down um, because I just think it should be – if I'm New Japan, I'm taking that and I'm just – I'm putting that on the, my fucking homepage in place of that podcast.
1: <laughs> I, I would just – I would have that be your podcast be honest What, what do you mean? You don't want to hear about David Finley's home workout routine? No, I don't. And that's –
0: and here's the thing. That's why I, we don't have anybody on. We, 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 have, I, we have reached – Joel, how many people have we reached out to?
1: Uh, I haven't reached out to anyone. Right, me neither. <laughs> right, right, no one. Uh, I don't like getting involved with other people. It's just, it, it frightens me and stresses me out and inconveniences me. So, it's, you know, I, I'm willing to go that extra mile with people, you know, amazing people. Like, well, I don't want to go down this right, tangent, right, but right. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's more simple just to keep it to me and you. Otherwise, you end up doing like kayfabe interviews like oh, oh. which which guys did you want to face in best of the super juniors oh well i wanted to get my revenge or they, oh.
0: right 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 I, I the the last thing the last thing i would want is a kayfabe interview holy shit I,
1: and you know i I'm, this is not me throwing shade at the people involved no it, it is what it is yeah. you have to do yeah. it but it's not something that i want to do on this show correct absolutely let's let's be very
0: clear about that um it's, but that's – uh, uh, no interest in that. Um, but yeah, we've I, – I think here and now is a good time for me to officially announce I, 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 I'm not going to be a good guest on anyone's show <laughs> for, for the foreseeable future. You don't – don't ask me because I – A, I will be a terrible guest. I will be terrible. I'm terrible now.
1: Imagine me on your show where I don't give a shit. Could you do, just say yes to one of these people? Go on their show and do what you did to me a couple of weeks ago. And just like, yeah, basically them. have a breakdown at the start of the show just to see, just to see how they react. Yeah. Like, well, you asked for it. You wanted David McDonald. Here yeah, he is.
0: Enjoy. Yeah. In yeah you hey, if you don't love me at my worst, you can't have me at my
1: best. Um, yeah, that's I, there's there's no. Right, we should do it, David. Let's let's do it. No. Let's, you know, accept all these requests. Uh-uh. You can do that, and I'll have a screaming baby. And <laughs> between us, between the two of us, we'll just tag team and make them regret every, even thinking about inviting us on their right.
0: show. Right. I mean, I, listen, I, I get everyone is scrambling for content, but you don't want me on your show right now. You just don't. I'm telling you right now. I have all I can do, and Joel knows, I have all I can do to do this, like to literally find whatever – Small amount of inner strength that I have to do this. I there's no way I could do it. Um, and I, but I will say this: we did reach out to. Uh, wasn't it wasn't really a reach out, but it was more of a hey, if you want to blah blah blah.
1: But we never heard back. <laughs> and that, maybe they feel the same way as us. They just yeah. like, Well, there's nothing to talk about. So yeah, why bother?
0: I don't know. But what hurt, are we doing here? It hurt my feelings though, so it it, it stopped me from asking anybody else. <laughs> I, did. I didn't want to get rejected again. I didn't want to get ghosted again. <laughs> so, I've been hurt too one too many
1: times. Yeah, I
0: don't want to I just got hurt by it, and uh I don't want to I don't want to have it happen again. So, um yeah, we're, we're going to let's take a uh, but with that being said though, correct me if I'm wrong, you're doing uh, a omakase, right?
1: Yes, I am. So, uh I like the format with what John is doing with their shows now, where it's five matches. So I need to choose three matches. Five matches for you. I mean, I guess, yeah, they don't have to be New Japan related. Okay. I was thinking of digging back into the, well, I really enjoyed watching. I started watching wrestling around like 2001, WWF. So maybe something from there. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've got an open mind. you got some suggestions for me.
0: Well, I actually was thinking about our little show here. And how we do our watch-alongs. And um, it's funny because, um, pulling back the curtain a little bit, um, the gentleman at Keeping It Strong Style reached out to us. And uh, they're they're doing a watch-along for Best of the Super Junior. And um, I helped them out finding a couple. I I had a handful of the final matches. And I was like, all right, I I got them here you know I'm nice I'm nice so um but it, but w- what it did do for me was got me digging through my hard drives again and kind of organized that's one thing I have done wrestling wise is I've organized a lot of pro wrestling uh, on my hard drives and I went through 1987 I'm going I'm going through it right now Joel, I swear to you, you would love the tag team of Nobuhiko Takada, Akira Maeda. You would love them. Um, they are one of my favorite of all time. And they had like a mini feud where they traded the tag titles with uh, Kenji Moto and uh, Shiro Koshinaka. These two matches are – one match was, it was in Cork and Hall. I'm watching, I'm like, this could hold up today. This absolutely could hold up today. I'm not sure that's on the network. Uh the second one is not on the network, I know. Uh the rematch in March. I I thought these two matches were fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. I mean, c- consider this, you got Muda with um, you know, knees that actually work. You know, he's young. He's you know, he's not all fucking hamburger need. Uh Takata. Awesome, Maeda. Awesome. I thought I thought these, these two were great. So my idea was, is, and I even had a little 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 name for it, y'all. Uh, not on this world. Not on this world. With the theme being, these are matches that you're not going to find on New Japan World.
1: Oh. I like it. So what, are you are going to send those over to me? Yeah,
0: I can. So um, I'll give you a link in my Google Drive. I'll give you those two matches specifically. Um, the, the, the first match from Cork and then the rematch. And then you watch those and you tell me what you think. And I'm telling you what, Joel, if you don't walk away a fan of that tag team, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, th- I, I think it's right up. Here. If you like the shibata, the hard kicks, kicks to the face, Right in the mush. Uh, you're you're going to like this shit. So, And the fans were berserk. The fans were hot. I think you would really like these two matches. So I will s- put them in a drive after the show is done, link them to you. And then, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're out there somewhere if people want to go find them. If not, maybe we f- make them available. I don't know how we would. But, uh, yeah, th- th- the first match might be on world, but the second match I know is not on world.
1: I do love the idea of you and I, or uh, myself and John, discussing this amazing match <laughs> that nobody else could watch. <laughs> and us just sitting there and raving, up, oh my god, this is the most incredible match I've ever seen. Sorry, listeners, you can't ever watch it, but <laughs> just take our word for it. It was
0: great. I mean, listen, it's out there. I mean, I'm not going to tell you where to get them and how to get
1: them. And, you know, the internet's a crazy place. Uh, I hope they're not out there. I hope it's not hosted on any of these websites, and we can hold people to ransom and say, "Look, if you want to see this match, you got to pay us ten dollars. You got to buy Shenmue for Damon. Yeah, and get a disposable PS4." <laughs> that's really the the end goal, isn't it? Um, pay my hotel bills.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. I know. Seriously, I wish we could, man. Can we do get like a GoFundMe or some shit? See, here's the thing. You wouldn't t- would you take it if somebody set up a GoFundMe? Nah,
1: no, I, yeah. no, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know you. I know you pretty well. You're you're a man of morals and, and, and conviction.
1: <laughs> She's
0: just very stubborn. That's it. <laughs> that's good. Too proud, I know. Ain't too proud to bag. Um, what else we got today, Joe? I mean, I there's a plenty of news this week. Yeah, Taylor. I heard.
1: I heard. It's, it's been a big week for the Evil Empire, <laughs> the old the Fed. Yeah, the old World Wrestling Entertainment, and they had a ton of releases, which. Completely necessary because you know you've got to hit those pre-COVID profit projections. Yeah, we can't have that being messed with. Okay. So there's a lot of wrestlers have been released back into the world, yes. and I wanted to pick your brains on these releases okay. about who, if if anyone, you think would be a good fit for New Japan because I mean the, the name that springs to mind immediately is Carl Anderson, who obviously he was a a dojo guy, right? He was. Yeah. Absolutely right so he's he 's got previous with the company uh, had a really good run with them before, and he released some videos which have hinted that he will be going back to Japan if not New Japan at some point. Mm-hmm. Some talk about whether his, his tag partner Luke Gallas will go back. My understanding is it 's a no, so it would be really interesting for me to see Carl Anderson going back to his singles run, yeah. and there's some interesting stuff you could do with that, I think like f- for example. Um, Everyone said, oh, Carl Anderson can come back to the Bullet Club. Um, But that seems a bit too obvious for me. So maybe my my fantasy booking idea was that he reunites with Bullet Club in the ring and they're all like yucking it out. Hey, welcome back. And then they turn on him and say, you betrayed us. You sold out. You went to WWE. Fuck you. I would love that. And then he ends up joining Chaos or something. Maybe you, you can reunite with Goto and their old sword and guns team, but I really want to see Carl Anderson as a singles wrestler because it's something that I missed out on obviously wasn't following New Japan at the time and maybe for our classic watch we might want to dip into some of those matches like the famous Tanahashi match I understand there's a really good G1 final with Okada, if I'm not mistaken so here's someone I would definitely be interested in seeing, and other names guys like Rusev I don't even know if Rusev is a good wrestler or not, because I haven't seen him do actual wrestling for many many years he he was sort of appeared and i was really excited by him and then he lost to johnson at wrestlemania and basically died and we never saw him at that level again so i don't know if he's interested in either wrestling again yet let alone going somewhere like new japan but i'm definitely interested in him maybe a leo rush very talented guy bit of a pain of the ass to deal with backstage from what i understand but would be a really fun addition to the junior division even someone like No Way Jose Manny Garcia I think is a very talented wrestler and I'm sure New Japan could find a place for him and then there's backstage talent as well like we saw Jay White offering Fit Finley a spot in Bullet Club which was interesting Uh, Chris Hero I thought it would be amazing to see Chris Hero do Mm. some work in New Japan so there's a lot of really interesting possibilities here. So, what are your thoughts, Damon? Anyone that you would like to see that that you think could be a realistic target for New Japan?
0: Right. I think everybody's you know has Carl Anderson, pardon the pun, in their in their in their crosshairs. Um, I would love that angle to that that you played out to to actually be played out. Uh, I think Carl Anderson fits. Perfectly in, back in with New Japan, right? Again, he has the dojo history. He's had uh, quite a few classic matches. Uh, He is a talented guy, talented worker, uh, and he would pick up right where he left off. Look, there is a little part of me. I I can't push it underneath the rug. There is a little part of me and it really has nothing to do with me. I don't know, even know why I care because if the company doesn't care, then why would I care? But there is a little part of me of, well, you know, Shibata, if, 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 all the, if we're being honest here, Shibata kind of did the same thing. And I won't say he was blackballed or he was uh, – but let's just say he was treated a little bit differently when he came back. I don't know. If that's the case with Carl Anderson, I don't know if the locker room is going to uh, have uh, any issues whatsoever. But the truth is, is that you left when we needed you most. Just saying, right? You did, you did do that. Uh, but again, if I if the company doesn't have a problem with it, then I don't have a problem with it. Um, and I think again, the positives far outweigh that minor little eh, little 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 splinter. In, in, in the finger, right? uh, Doc Gallows doesn't look like he's going. And truth be told, I'm okay with that. I was not the biggest Doc Gallows fan uh, when he was uh, in Bullet Club. He was a running bit <laughs> on old uh, Pure Cash shows with the, with the cock swings, the cock swing with the belt. Um, I don't want to see anybody not work. <laughs> Here's the thing: in, in a strange way, I would I would love to have everyone at least have an opportunity. To try, and then if it works, great. Um, I mean, that's my my Pollyanna-ish kind of thought. Um, Rusev. You know, he has the look. He has the build. You would think he could adapt to this style. You would think that he would be, uh, I don't know, he just has that stocky, thick build that, you know, that screams great matches with Shingo or great matches with Ishii or great matches with uh, even, you know, Nagata. I don't know. I, I would definitely want to circle that one and put that one on my short list. So, uh, yeah, of, of those. Chris Hero. Here's the thing. I love Chris Hero. Um, I thought his his indie work before he got grabbed. And he, he was a Noah, if I'm not mistaken, too. Uh, I love him. I, he's, he's, what is, he, is he 40-something now? Maybe just turned 40? I would give him a shot. I mean, one of these U.S. shows, at least give him. He's one of those guys. I, I don't know if you go rushing out and signing him to a two-year deal. But you gotta you gotta put him on some of these shows, some of these U.S. shows. Hopefully, that will hopefully happen someday. Got you got you. You would think you got to give him a shot, Leo Rush or Roosh. <laughs> um, I'm on the fence. Maybe you bring him in for like like a TJP kind of thing, right? Maybe he's not like a full time guy, but certain tours. That might be a guy that you might want to, you know, best of the super junior. Might be a, or, or, you know, tag tournament. That might be a, might be a spot for him and see how it works out. Right? I, I would have no problem with that. Bringing him on a tour and seeing how it works out. The problem is this, Joel. If you're New Japan Pro Wrestling, are you actively pursuing anyone at this point? You got no money coming in.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you that question, actually. Do you think they are actually actively looking to recruit any of these people? I I would say yes for Carl Anderson, but the others, uh, it's too early to say because I don't think they can really start throwing out offers until they, they have some idea, at least, if not uh, back to running tours again because, like you said, that's all their income, and without that, it's... Very difficult to be looking to acquire new talent in these uncertain times.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that there is. Hey, we're interested in you, and hey, you know, if 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 and when this this machine gets churning again, you know, we want to, you know, we definitely want to heat up talks and all that stuff. But I don't know if you can go out there and say, okay, let's lock you in. Um, that's my only concern. Is that. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you make that commitment when you don't know when income is coming in to pay these people? Um, I know a lot of talk has been this week of New Japan, you know, taking care of their employees and everybody's still getting paid and everybody's, you know, and I'm hoping some of that is just people doing the right thing. Um, maybe some of that is you're, if you're with the company, they take care of you kind of mentality that hopefully is 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 alive and well.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe we should touch on that now because I did have it on, on the notes, but now that you brought it up, it's worth mentioning. So uh, there's a report from Fightful that says New Japan to pay his staff and contracted talent full salary and benefits. And along with that, there was that quote, the, the statement from Tanahashi, who said, uh, I think it should be acceptable for professional wrestling to be the last sport to return to full activity I want people to know that when professional wrestling is back, then and only then it means truly that Japanese entertainment has properly recovered. And, you know, compared to what other promotions are doing, it just makes me proud in New Japan. And the the fact that they immediately stop running shows, none of this empty arena nonsense, no cuts, everyone's getting paid. They asked the government to put the smaller promotions first. They're sending out responsible advice to their fans. And... I don't want to take a, like a personal moral victory on this because at the end of the day, I follow the product because it's good, but it's still nice to see, isn't it? Oh my god, yes! I mean, it's 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 almost refreshing,
0: right? It's almost refreshing that look, we we poke fun at some of the decisions and we poke fun, but this. They, they have to be commended and praised for, for how they treated this situation. They were they, – they, I think they were smart about just about everything that they've done so far. And they've taken the logical steps when they technically could have been running shows. They could have gotten away with running shows early on. They probably could have gotten away with doing the New Japan Cup, right? They really could have. It wouldn't have been the smartest thing to do, but 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 it's, you know at the time it, this thing was just in its infancy. They did the right thing consistently, and, and and if if the reports are true, and we have no reason to believe that they're not because we haven't heard anything, that's a good thing. I mean that's 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 the thing that you would hope a company would do, um, and again it's a pro wrestling company. Right, who, who doesn't have the best track record of taking care of people. Um, but from canceling shows to refund policies to um, keeping people in the loop uh, to as much as they can. They I, I know I went on a little rant last week about offering, you know, we want somebody to come on the show, but I, I didn't reach out to anybody for that. Um, so I can't even knock them for that. Um, but... I've, it, it, you know, they're, and, and they're trying. I mean, they got people pumping out. You know, Kevin Kelly's in his fucking home studio pumping out voiceovers left and right. Chris is doing his podcast, and, and you know, he's churning out content. And the, the social media team. I mean, they set up a new U.S. web store to help satisfy that need. So you know, when your when your stimulus check comes in, you can, <laughs> you can fire away some money there. Uh I think they're doing the right things and they and they're treading water. Uh, my biggest concern Joel again is this idea and, and this idea of there's no money coming in from live gate. Their, their their number one income source has dried up for months and it doesn't look like it's going to get any better. That I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, but Japan's kind of going through an, another wave of this and that's that doesn't that doesn't bode well for future shows, does it?
1: And I think more to the point is when things, you know, please God, it when things are up and running again, we've no idea what the wrestling landscape is going to look right. like. It could be totally different when this blows over. Well, I mean one of the biggest challenges
0: in the beginning of the year was this talk of NXT Japan and that looks to be
1: kicked to the curb and everybody everybody was doing the mummers yes yeah, so let's have a, a moment of silence a moment of quiet reflection for the, the untimely death of NXT Japan we're we're all in shock i know <laughs> i think i think i, I found it it's a, there's a Tokyo Sports uh, report about it, which says uh, the, the quote says the aftermath of the mass layoffs by WWE is likely to extend to Japan. Uh, the article quotes uh, specify, doesn't specify people involved. Uh, it's likely that this will make it difficult for the company to expand to Japan. So, sorry everyone, I know <laughs> all your hopes and dreams are crushed. NXT Japan is is dead. Yeah, for th- at least uh, you know, at least for
0: now, anyway. But yeah, it does feel that way, doesn't it? And then uh, again, there's probably people doing the mummer strut in the in the streets. So uh, all uh, all 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 good there, all good on those fronts. But yeah, it will look different. I mean, let's put it this way: if if we didn't have this pandemic and uh, things were different, and and all of these people were let go. This would be one hell of a fucking indie promotion, wouldn't it? (laughs) I mean, the indies just got a little bit more interesting, didn't it now? In in less than 24 hours. Uh, Again, the challenge and the problem is for the wrestlers themselves is that they have nowhere to go. Nobody's running shows. And nobody's actively hiring. So you would assume AEW is on a lot of people's radars. Rusev would be one guy I would look at. Anderson would be the other guy. Um, Leo Rush, sure, let's give him a look. I have no problem with that. Um, Revival, we talked about that. You know, It's assumed that they are AEW bound. But listen, I would have absolutely no problem seeing them in the ring with the, a New Japan logo on it. So, yes, it's different. Yes, it's weird. If we can kind of just keep the boat from sinking, so to speak, keep keep our hands on the st- on a steering wheel, and hopefully get through this storm, there's light at the end of the t- tunnel for pro wrestling fans. If you really, if, you know, if you if you really want something to hold on to, there's there's there's, there's going to be some interesting things hopefully in the in the summer months and autumn months. If this gets taken care of, this, this could be a very interesting, uh, strange time where we, dare I say, we, do we have future stars in the making? Like, could one of these people be a breakout star that just didn't get a shot in WWE and now will, you know, ha- they have a motivation and a chip on their shoulder and then they'd
1: light the world on fire. Interesting thought. And, yeah, I'm worried about WWE now because their roster is looking seriously depleted at the moment. I think they've only got about 2,000 wrestlers <laughs> left. So they're going to need to hire some new talent. Yeah. And what better way to do it than with Zip Recruiter? Wow. Because hiring, hiring is challenging. But there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast and smart place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates that place is ziprecruiter.com slash vow ziprecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the world's uh, the web's leading job sites but they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology ziprecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job you can even add screening questions to your job listing so you can filter candidates focus on the best ones ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, to try ZipRecruiter for free, my listeners, our listeners, can go to ZipRecruiter.com/vow. That's ZipRecruiter.com/vow. What do you think that was of that? Pretty good. How did I do? You did very well. I
0: again, you you're perfect bravo uh uh, uh, an award-winning performance excellent job by joel
1: all right well it's your turn then because i'll tell you the idea of nxt japan dying on its ass before it's even started is a thing that makes my dick hard and i imagine that's the case for most of our (laughs) listeners but if it's not going on in the downstairs department what should the listeners do well look we all know we talked about it
0: It's been a running theme on our show for many, many weeks now with this global pandemic. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, you can assume that your doctor's office is a little busy to be worried about your boner. Well, guess what? What if, what if, Joel, there was a way where you could stay home, Get evaluated for your erectile dysfunction and do it all safely in the comfort of your own home. That's right. That's why our friends at Roman, that's right, Roman, they've spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state all from the comfort of your home. That's where you've been for a long time, right? All right, well, now you can get this in the comfort of your own home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone, your computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S.-licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship out your medication for your ED. To you free with two-day shipping, and you also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan with Roman. There's no commitments, and you can cancel at any time. So if you are struggling with ED, here's where you want to go: getroman.com/slash hey v o w getroman.com/slash v o w for a free online visit and free. Two-day shipping. Take care of those boners. Would you please? Listen, that's GetRoman.com slash V-O-W for a free online visit, free two-day t- uh, two day shipping. It's a no-brainer. Get on it. You got plenty of time on your hands. Take care of it. GetRoman.com slash
1: V-O-W. I'll tell you one person who won't need that is Taguchi, because I don't know if you saw this tweet from Miho Abe. Um, just hit the translate button. It says, nice to meet you all. It is Abe Miho who has stopped Taichi's diva and became director's diva. So what I'm taking away from this, apparently she stopped uh, being affiliated with Chi and is now going to be uh, Rusuke Taguchi's value. Really? Did you see no, that? I did
0: not. Well, why, what, well, why is that? What? I don't know. I don't
1: know if it's just a bit, if it's a joke or whatever. Okay. But uh, I thought it was worth
0: mentioning anyway. All right. I don't. Nobody wants that, right? I mean, she's part of the deal here. She's part of the
1: uh, Tai Chi charm. I can't imagine it. You know, with her on her, on her knees, and you know, that's kind of praying uh, position that she does at the start, and then <laughs> it would work? Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, that, that
0: picture. Um, hmm. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm on the fence with this one. Uh, maybe maybe she's just ribbing us. Maybe she's just throwing out a little little humor in this dark time. Uh, I wonder how. What uh, has there has there been any uh, Tai Chi comment? Has he been uh, has he been uh, pine? I don't know. Look, look,
1: to to be honest, I kind of don't want to hear from wrestlers until the wrestling has started yeah, again. I know. Do
0: you feel me? Oh, trust me, I am. Yep, uh, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Depeche Mode, right? Remember that song, Joel? You know anybody? No.
1: New. No. <laughs> like, when I'm doing these quizzes, whenever there's a music round, I get like zero. Really? I like absolutely stink at them.
0: Yeah. Problem with the music rounds that I have is, um, and I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a decent mix of music, but um, it's definitely Western music. Number one, uh, not like. Cowboy music, but like, you know, you know, all genres of Western music. But two, um, yeah, when it's current, I was like, I don't know who the fuck these people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I couldn't tell you. you know, I, I do okay with the music ones, actually. I do, like Because I, I would get the answers the night before. I would have to do it, uh, the trivia. And um, so I would set up my computer to kind of make sure the show went smoothly. And uh, like I said, some of them I would get. If, a lot of the newer ones, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know my childish Gambino from my uh, Nas. I don't know. I'm going to log off.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Let's move on and get on to our Super J-Cast Classic watch ah. along where we are doing the semi-finals and the final of the 94 Super J-Cup. And I've just sent a tweet your way on WhatsApp which is by someone called Felix Kolenberg, where they have uploaded uh, a photograph or a scan of uh, the program for the Super J Cup. How awesome is this, David? We've got full-page glossy spreads of Super J Cup and all the entrants and the brackets, and this is one of the coolest things that I've seen. I love this. Yeah,
0: Um, the, The programs are awesome. That's one thing that I always make sure I get, and I always get old ones too. When I get, I, I'm I'm not going to steal this guy's thunder, but I think I have this, um, the Super J Cup program. I think I have this exact same one, or maybe I'm thinking of skydiving. I don't know. Okay, I, I gotta I gotta look through. But yeah, are they aren't? Isn't that awesome? Then they they just and again, keep in mind, what is this 1994? Like it's just ah, uh, it's awesome now. Like if I got this now, I'd be like, this is fucking tremendous. 1994. Imagine what you got in 1994, pro wrestling wise. Shit. This is a yeah. This is this is good stuff right here. Good stuff there, Felix. Good job.
1: So let's get into the semifinals. Then uh, we've got Ghetto against Wild Pegasus, <laughs> and I see. <laughs> I thought Ghetto would be the big babyface underdog here, but he got pretty long control periods in this match, which was a strange choice. Like Ghetto slapping on a chin lock. Is not something that you might associate with a Super J Cup ninety-four, but here we are. And yet again, there's just like a running theme with all these matches. It seems in every match there's at least one spot where someone does a pile driver, huh, which looks absolutely lethal, and just zero reaction from the crowd right. uh, but, but back to the match. I you know, I just I would have preferred someone else to get three matches. Or like, uh, or so like Haibusa or Malenko so Ghetto going this far and then you know pulling all these strings to try and make Ghetto look good was uh, an odd choice. And um, I mean, this match did get interesting when they started laying the chops in, and then there's a moment where he nearly completely missed the salt to the outside. And just in general, the the big spots felt a bit sloppy. Like Ghetto was struggling to get up for the high impact moves, and and it was one of the more forgettable matches, which is a shame given it was a semi final. Yeah. I mean, and they only went, like, what? Seven minutes. So the, whole, the video in New Japan was seven minutes, so less than that if you include the entrance right. and everything. It was about, like, a five, six-minute match. Right, right, but it did feel a little longer, than that.
0: it? <laughs> um, it's one of, one of the shorter matches in general, right? If you take the first round where they're, they're usually trying to, you know, fly by, um, even those went a, a bit longer. Right. Um they averaged what, around seven, eight minutes, right? So
1: Yeah. I and I don't have a problem with this in theory. Like if it's the the story is, okay, Pegasus is better than Ghetto, Ghetto's not on his level, and Pegasus is just blowing through him in five minutes, then fine, you tell that story, but you can't have your cake and eat it. You can't do the this is gonna be a short match, but also, oh look how close Ghetto came and he's controlling the match and he still looks good even though he lost. Right.
0: Right. Um and that was, just, you know, keep in mind that Sasuke and, and, and uh, Benoit, Wild Pegasus, got buys. So they were, you know, they were given that luxury, so to speak, to be able to get, get past people quicker, I guess, um, because they've earned that. So, again, if we go back to last week, it was Black Tiger and Wild Pegasus. Um, and that match, you know, time wise, almost doubled <laughs> this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look, people are going to have to lose. But yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I and I, and I do agree with that. And even at the time, I was like, I don't know. You, you look at the names that could have been in that semifinal. Uh, you know, you could ch- you could have taken your choice between Taka and Black Tiger in the first round, and then you know you're not going to have. You're not going to have Eddie win over Wild Pegasus. I don't think you would. But you could have Milenko. You could have, you know, Dolphin. That's probably the one that surprised me the most. You know, Dolphin not moving on. Like, like, that semifinal would have been really fucking awesome if it were Dolphin. Or even Otani. Otani was a little young at the time. but um, Which would have been weird for him to go all the way to the semifinals. But, yeah, I, I know. To me, Ghetto is the is the one that kind of was like, well, that's a that's a that's a weird choice for. I mean, look, you look at the semi final names: Benoit, Wild Pegasus, Liger, Sasuke, Ghetto. <laughs> it kind of does stick out like a sore thumb a little bit.
1: Then we got the other semi final of Great Sasuke versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Just one little thing that I haven't mentioned before: I really enjoy Sasuke's. Like sort of Bruce Lee, Jeet Kune Do style, circling the ring, like that little moonwalk thing he does. Like no one moves like that, and I like that it's different. Just even something small like that, like the way you move around the ring, just making your character feel unique. I just think it's a really nice touch. Um, Okay, this match, great grappling opener with them feeling each other out, testing each other, and exchanging some really interesting submission maneuvers. Like Liger does this. Sort of hybrid Romero special dragon sleeper, which looks amazing. I've never seen that before. And I think for my money, Liga's still got the best tilt to world backbreaker in the business. And this match was so interesting because Liger is showing a really nasty clinical edge as he's going after Sasuke's back and later goes after his shoulder. So Liger bullying his opponent is something that I, as a modern NJPW fan, I'm really not used to. Yeah. I mean,. And- I, you, it sounds like
0: you got your hands full. So. <laughs> the dummy fell out.
1: Uh, I, and let's just see. Come on. Come on. You got this. You got this. Okay. We're okay. Uh, so. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we I say, knew this was going to happen. We knew let's this see, was going to happen. The, the first day, I was like, yeah, Mally's pregnant. Great news. <laughs> this, this happening on the podcast was inevitability. Yes. Uh, Especially in the, the hotel. The thing one. is, right? She, she'll be she'll be lying there in your arms, looking like a little angel, peaceful, like with her eyes closed. And then her face will go red, and she'll start to like, Ear! and you're like, whoa, where where did this come from? Why can't you go back to how you were before? And I think because you, you, you know, obviously, they can't communicate, so you've got no idea what it is. Is it is she gassy? Is she hungry? Is it is it something else? Does she need a nappy changed? And. These are the questions that are going through your head when you're <laughs> trying to do an award winning podcast and talk about <laughs> one of the greatest wrestling matches you've ever seen. <laughs> why wouldn't it be? So, why Interesting times. It be. The Super JKS. Oh, yeah. So good. All right. I'm going to try and get back on track. Yeah. So, I thought Sasuke's selling was great, which I think is always an achievement for a mass wrestler. And fans were really into him as the baby face. They were really rallying for him. And he's just such a fun wrestler to watch. He's. His big move's always got that dangerous edge to them, like you know, something might go horribly wrong. And he's doing some spectacular stuff here, like the springboard moonsault to the outside. There was a, a on where he's got a really horrible looking land. The way that the, the moves are used in the pacing of the match is really quite special here. Because Liger is basically taking Sasuke apart. And the only way that Sasuke can get back into the match is by like literally throwing himself at Liger with these crazy spots. And it's a very smart way to make those big moves meaningful. You know, they're not just sort of piling on spots for the sake of it. It's like the the story of the match. The only way he can get a foothold in this is by doing something really reckless and dangerous. And there's a, a moment where Sasuke hits his huge thunder fire power bomb. And Liger's lying on the mat, like literally twitching. It's, it's such great drama. And the closing stretch is nuts. Even by 2020 standards, I think this still holds up. There's top-rope Frankensteiners, released German suplexes, and is just kicking out of everything. Crowd are losing their minds, and Liger just yeets him off the top rope, tries to win by count-out because the story is he's used all his moves and he still can't put Sasuke away. So he will take the count-out victory, even though it's a dastardly way to win. And and then you get that famous moment where Sasuke goes for a springboard something And he slips, he fucks up, whatever it was he was trying to do. And it's got to be one of the most memorable moments in pro wrestling. And it's none of this contrived, manufactured bullshit moments that you get in other companies. But it's a genuine moment where one guy made a mistake because he was tired and beaten up. It makes complete sense. And the crowd reaction to this is like this amazing moan of disappointment. And then Liger shows why he's one of the all-time greats with this sarcastic applause. Making him look like an absolute dickhead. And you, you couldn't have planned it better than this. Just sensational. And added even more emotional investment into an already outstanding match. And leads beautifully into the finish because Liger gets cocky. He thinks Sasuke's finished. And then he gets caught out with a the Hail Mary, Hurricane Rana. Damien, this is one of the best matches I've seen. It was a real joy to watch.
0: Oh, wow. Nice. That's excellent. Uh, that warms my heart. Yeah, I mean, the, the match itself... Is, you know, even at the time was, well, at the time it was, I mean, revolutionary. Everyone fucking, you know, this was a match that you wanted when you were a tape trader, right? The Super J Cup, between this match and the, and the finals, you know, this is what it was built upon. <laughs> you know, at that end, the entire night was was fantastic wrestling-wise. But this is really the match for a lot of people that sold it. Um, and, and understand that even in, in, in 94, 95, you know, this time period, Liger was, in a lot of people's mind, the the odds on favorite to win the entire tournament. Um, because, you know, pro wrestling wise, he's the guy that comes up with it. He's the guy that created it. He's the guy that, you know, at the time was probably the most well-known Junior, and then you had all these other kind of sub promotions that were being involved, and there was this little bit of an air of okay, these, and and again, this is not a knock at Michinoku Pro or you know any of these promotions, but you know if we're doing a pecking order of new, of of pro wrestling in Japan at that time, you know you had some pretty p- powerful companies that were ahead of Michinoku Pro, and they were kind of like. Um, you know, they had their fans. They had their hardcore fans, but it wasn't like they were all Japan selling out Budokan, and it wasn't like they were, um, you know, even. And they weren't like UWF or anything like that, obviously. Uh, but we're talking about gate-wise, not even stylistic-wise. My point being is this: is that Liger played that up, that he was almost in the ring with a guy like, ah, it's nice that you're here. Ah, you know, you got a little nice spotlight. But, you know, I'm, let's be honest here. I'm the star. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the guy that's supposed to win this thing. And even though you're the top guy and you got a lot of buzz, which he did. He got even more buzz after this. Um, you know, you might be the hot, new, fresh thing. But, eh, let's be honest here. I'm juicing like. Uh, which played miraculously... Which led a lot of people to, to speculate that that botched spot at the end was possibly a planned finish. I don't think it was. I think it was two fucking pros thinking on their feet and making that feeling of, uh, Liger, right? Outsmarted him. The, the, the pros pro. Uh, he's been there and done that. And Sasuke gave it all he got. He, he 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 threw everything at him that he could and he tried something absolutely nuts, fucked it up, and there's the beginning of the end and that's that and this is where the story ends. But no, <laughs> right? Which made it even a thousand times more awesome, uh, right? Uh, just having that crazy impromptu uh, – Which could have led a lot of wrestlers down, you know, pulled the sweater string and unraveled everything and had that match fall completely apart. Amazingly, a fuck up added an extra layer to an already great story going in, a fantastic match being played in front of you, and now that, that finish where, you know, a guy, Liger, who was expected, you know, you would expect him to win. You'd expect him to at least make it to the finals. Puts over a guy, and let's be honest here, made a star out of Sasuke. Because after that, that was rocket ship. That was rocket ship for that guy. Um, and, not, and that's not to say that wasn't well deserved. But let's, you know, if we're, we're going to circle a calendar date in a guy's career when whew, that, that started moving, you could probably circle that date. Um, yeah, great match, classic match, uh, one of the all-time greats. And uh, just another reason why I <laughs> love Liger because for 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 business, he's willing to do – he's a guy that's willing to do things like He didn't have to do that. He could have been like, eh, I'm winning this fucking thing. That's that, and away we go. Nah, he did this, played it up perfectly. We had a magical impromptu spot. Crows thinking on their feet, magic occurs.
1: So what I think about Damon's love for Jushin Thunder Laika, uh, and you think, oh yeah, it's like a, this, is this kind of quirky thing, but then you watch matches like this, and after this I was like, okay, I think I get it now. I think yeah. I understand what it is that made this guy so special, because you can't just parachute in as a, a more modern fan and watch the stuff he's put on over the last couple of two, three years, which, you know, even is still really good stuff. But then you've got to go back and you've got to see stuff like this that just made him a a transcendental performer. Just not only what he was capable of putting on in the ring from a technical standpoint, but just that mind that he's got for the business to be able to do something like that on the fly and take advantage of a mistake... A situation that you know, could have gone horribly wrong, and make chicken salad out of chicken shit is just remarkable, and not many people have that. Yeah, and again, I
0: think he's more famous for for being a guy that will lie down right? <laughs> than than a guy that puts himself over. I mean, Christ, we saw it uh, you know, for weeks leading up to his retirement. The guy couldn't fucking catch a win anywhere, and you're just like,
1: yeah. <laughs> you win. think about that, like if if he had been a bit more selfish, his career could have been way more highly decorated, yeah. than it is. And I mean, he won a lot of stuff, yeah. Let's make no mistake about that. But if he had the the ego and the, the selfishness of, let's say, someone like a Hulk Hogan, then we could be looking at a very different, like a maybe a much more impressive resume, but a less impressive man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yes, yes, that should be, that should be on a t-shirt, quite honestly. You're exactly right, and that's, and, and, and I think just that sentence alone, Joel, kind of sums up why he's my favorite, that's, that sums up why he's my favorite, perfectly said. Oh, I, I can't even add anything more than that.
1: Bother. Well do, I mean, do you think he could have? Again, let's say we we are transposing Hulk Hogan's brain. He's body should like a uh, circa uh, January fifth, twenty twenty. Do you think he could have said, right? I want I want the main event for this Wrestle Kingdom show. I want a singles match with Hiromu I want it to go thirty minutes, and I'm winning. I'm pinning Hiromu and then going out as a uh, you know, a, 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 a triumphant glorious final match do you think I mean, you you've got to think New Japan would not would, would they have said no to that I there were just some really interesting possibilities for Liger if he had a bit more of an ego but my point is that he had the reputation and the credibility to do pretty much whatever he wanted but just his humility and his understanding of the business about putting over the next guy always came first yeah and keep think, think
0: in mind he has the he he's booking the juniors at this point. Like a, a Choshu's doing if I'm not mistaken at this point, Choshu's doing the heavies and Liger's taking care of the juniors. He has the pencil. <laughs> like he could, he I mean he had the stroke in the company to say, "Okay, I want to have a tournament a day, you know, to to with, with all juniors at Sumo Hall." Okay they said right you know what i mean like like uh, does fucking el fantasma have that kind of stroke in new japan now <laughs> right you know what i mean um, it's it's amazing that he had he throughout his entire career he has had every opportunity to take advantage of that stroke and it just feels like that's never been the case. He's used that stroke to put people over more times than not. Um which made that division more interesting and more fun to watch as opposed to a guy that's completely dominant and fucking you know, you know what I mean? Like you know, okay, great. I love the fact that he's vulnerable. I love the fact that he loses. You know what I mean? And I love the fact that he's more probably, again, more famous for his losses than he is for his wins. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, we should call W. H. Park and get a fucking other Liger episode on right now. But, but, but you know, that's that's in that's the core of it, you know. And this was probably one of those defining moments for Liger of being that guy.
1: I do have to say though his cooking leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> did you did you see that YouTube video? I saw of one. an the absolute monstrosity that he made.
0: <laughs> I saw one of them where he was making uh I think he made some kind of a ramen. He, I saw that one. I didn't see the second one yet. Is it what, what was he making okay, now?
1: So he, he he makes like okay so you know in Japan a lot of dishes have those dried bonito fish flakes that yes. like you put on top of the uh, takoyaki or okonomiyaki. So he's got a poundful of those. And then into the pan he adds like a gallon of soy sauce and then boils that all up and then adds some egg yolks to it. So it's this big kind of brown mush of like fish flakes, <laughs> soy sauce and egg. And it looks absolutely vile. And he's saying, oh yeah, this this is a great thing. You know, you have it with tofu, you have it, dip your chicken in it. I think I need you to watch the video and then we can talk about it next week because... <laughs> Gross. I lost a lot of respect for the man <laughs> after after seeing that. Oh, no. It's like, okay, stay out of the kitchen. I know you're not in the ring anymore, but, yeah, I don't want him doing any cooking for me. All right, all right, I'll take a look at it. All right, let's get on to the finals here. The final, okay, so we've got Sasuke versus Pegasus, and I just noticed at the start we had Liger ringside. That was a nice touch. I, I Just in general, having the other competitors ringside, uh, I think builds up the stakes of the final. It's like a visual reminder Of what the two finalists had to go through and all the tremendous competitors that they beat to get there uh was a great moment early on where they're running the ropes and dodging each other's moves sasuke's doing all these incredible dives and flips and then just gets wiped out by pegasus this big forearm which again is the kind of the story of the match similar to the liger match these two matches are fairly similar in the layout where pegasus is a bit fresher he's had a shorter semi-final match he's stronger and sasuke again has the odds stacked against him and it's like more of a sense of danger here given that it is the final and, and like, it feels like Sasuke's fighting for his life. Like The Liga match has just sapped a lot of his, his energy and his uh, will to win and Pegasus is is really dominant. It doesn't allow Sasuke to get in much offence at all in this match. And Previous matches have established certain moves as finishers which is one of the cool things about having this one-night tournament. Like the diving headbutt, we've seen that put away other wrestlers. So when Sasuke kicks out of it, it's got added drama to it and Sasuke eventually fights back. He lands the most perfect Sasuke special ever. Just the timing, the execution, the the stage. That's the big turning point in the match. And then it just becomes death or glory. Sasuke's got to use all his high-risk moves, but there's always, there's just little teases. There's the danger of a Pegasus counter. Like, there's one bit where uh, he goes for some top rope move and Pegasus reverses it and just plants him into the mat. And that's just the little breadcrumbs there for what's going to happen later. And I was wincing at certain moments, like... um. There was where Sasuke, he failed earlier on with an in-ring missile dropkick. So then he just ups the stakes and goes for this big top rope missile dropkick to the floor. And he, like nearly completely misses. He looks like he busts up his hip. It looks so painful. But then towards the end of the match, eventually Sasuke he goes for one too many high-risk top rope moves. Pegasus takes advantage. He punishes him with that side superplex. So again, it's just another really terrific match. It's not as good as the Liger match, the semi-final. But still, really quality match that holds up by today's standards.
0: One of my favorite parts about this is, like I can picture a kid in a pro wrestling fan in in Japan. And he gets like the the, the magazines, or he gets like the, uh, uh, you know, the tapes or whatever. Or he's watching it live. And, you know, you look at the brackets, you know, everybody likes brackets. <laughs> everybody likes to do their pool in the brackets. And you look at it, um, and you look at, like, okay, so Wild Pegasus gets a bye in the quarterfinals, beats Eddie, you know, Black Tiger. Took him about 10 minutes to do it. In the same breath, in the uh, quarterfinals, uh, Sasuke, about 12 minutes over El Samurai. Um, and then it took six minutes for Wild Pegasus to beat Ghetto. And then Liger beats Sasuke. In almost 20 minutes. And it just makes sense that that that's the story that Pegasus had an easier ride, so to speak, into that um final match than maybe Sasuke. They both had buys. So it would make sense for both of those guys to have a little bit of an easier way to get to the finals. They had buys for a reason because they were considered you know top seeds. And they're the ones in the final, and the story is there that Pegasus um, dominates Sasuke, largely in part of the tough match that Liger gave him in the semifinals. Like, I love that sports kind of analogy feel, and again, just picturing someone following along. And, and, and if you put that in front of a non wrestling fan, like, it would make perfect sense. Right. It, like just looking at the data, you would be like, oh, OK, I can see how that guy won because of this, that and the other thing. Yep. That's how it played out. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? No hope. Yeah. Just, like, no, we, no.
1: You've seen it happen in UFC when UFC had their one night tournaments. I think it was UFC three where uh, Hoist Gracie, who was the big favorite, had a really grueling, I think it was a semifinal match with Chemo uh, Leopoldo. And it took so much out of him that he actually was physically unable to take part in the final and a completely random alternate ended up winning the whole thing. So, yeah, there's a precedent for it in uh, real-life combat sports. Right. And and again, consider this is 1994, right? So, um,
0: overall, what are your thoughts of the tournament? Two, does it hold up on a rewatch in 2020? And three, who's your MVP?
1: Overall, yeah, definitely lived up to the hype. I've found the whole thing tremendously entertaining. The the amount of, you know, quote-unquote disappointing matches you could count on one half. Like I could only think about two, maybe three matches that I thought were not great matches. And all the other ones were really enjoyable. None of them outstayed their welcome. I think the longest matches, like, is... Is the longest one the the Liga Sasuke semi final, which goes it's less than 20 minutes, so just everything's really quite snappy. And it's it was a tremendously easy watch. And also, as a newer fan, it was a great way for me to get like a little taster of some of these guys who I didn't know too much about. Like, I'd seen the odd Sasuke match, but never seen like what he was fully capable of. So it was really cool to be able to see these big names. Like, I know the names, but Actually, being able to have a, some sort of a body of work to put to it was really enjoyable as well. And it's just one of these things, like the, the mythical '94 Super J Cup, everyone talks about. And I'm just very grateful that we've got the the technology and the resources for me to be able to sit on my computer and watch the whole thing in great quality, and to, to be able to talk about it with you. Because this, you know, back in the day, it wasn't possible. So I'm very appreciative for the times we live in at the moment that I am able to to do something like that. And MVP, it's got to be Sasuke, really. I think he, the fact that he was able to give so many people such tremendously memorable matches says a lot about what a great performer he is. And when I watch him, I see a lot in modern-day guys, guys like Hiromu or Ryu Lee or Will Osprey, And I can imagine how transformative it was to watch someone like this as a kid doing stuff that, I, I guess no one else was doing at the time how it would completely transform your understanding of what wrestling could be so even though one of the strengths of this tournament is I think it has a little bit of everything like you've got some submission wrestling, you've got a bit of grappling, you've got the hard hitting stuff but the high flying is really where it's at its best and I did have my reservations you know you think well you know how spectacular could it be 1994 you know I get to see like I said the mentioned guys like Hiromu and Osprey and Ryu Lee doing this kind of stuff week in, week out, is this 1994 tournament really going to hold up to scrutiny? And is it going to be as impactful to me as a modern day viewer than it was someone who's watching it contemporaneously? And the answer for me is a resounding yes. So if you haven't seen this tournament, strongly recommend just watch the whole thing. Just sit down. It doesn't even require that much time to watch. I mean, the whole thing, if you watch from the first round to the final, it's not going to take more than about, what, two and a half hours? Yeah, I was about I to say, two like, and a half hours. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a breezy watch, and yeah, I, I can't recommend it strongly enough.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, and it, it, to me, when people talk about the magic that is this tournament, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, this is old. This is what, you know, quick math, 20 years, what, 30 years old? 30? 30? Am I right? Am I close? Um, yeah. Almost, think, well, think Yeah, think about that in music terms, right? You know, this is, you know, when I was a kid, if somebody said, hey, instead of listening to that, you know, whatever, Jesus and Mary Jane album, or that Depeche Mode album, or that whatever album, Smiths or Duran or whatever, listen to this Pink Floyd album, or this Beatles album, or this fucking... Uh, Stones album or Zeppelin album, and I'd be like, ah, "This is old man music." <laughs> but maybe as you grow older and you hear these songs, and it's like, "Wow, that's a fucking that's a good song, and that's a good uh, that, that's a good song." Yeah, that's the Beatles, dude, or that's the Stones, or that. And you get an appreciation for for that older stuff and how it. And you can see how it influences the stuff that you watch now. Um, it's pretty amazing, uh, and not only the influence, but truth be told, let's put—you could plop this tournament. I really feel like you could plop this tournament in right now, in any pro wrestling show right now in 2020, and we'd be talking about it, raving about it. <laughs> you know, it's like we would be raving about it in 2020. That, that's, that to me is a classic album that, 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 that stands the test of time. And that's what this show is. This is a classic album that stands the test of time, that produced magic for countless people, um, and even a newer audience, when they get exposed to it, see it. And I'm going to say something here, Joel. I feel like this is a, this is a moment in your pro wrestling fandom. Where now you can explore. Now you can kind of look elsewhere and be like, oh, all right, Sasuke was cool. What else did fucking he do? Oh, there's this. Oh, there's that. Oh, here. Oh, fucking El Samurai. He was pretty cool. I like that. What else? Give, give me more New Japan stuff with El Samurai. Oh, fucking Benoit. All right. He didn't have a great ending. but But, but what else did he do in the past? That was pretty good in-ring um Hayabusa right Ch- uh, exploring that FMW stuff where he became the guy for that promotion all these things this this has been a uh, and when I talk about this this show being a launching point for so many people falling in love with pro wrestling you can see why y- you could see now okay oh this guy was great what else did he do Oh my god, he did that and this and this. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, I didn't even know. And then wow, it just opens up this fucking Pandora's box of pro wrestling for people. So again, I know we have a lot of new listeners, a lot of people that, that get got into New Japan relatively, you know, relatively recently. And we love that. We, we we're not gatekeepers. We're not, you know. Watch this show. And then watch watch yourself explore all these different careers and all these different things. Find a guy that you really like, find a guy that really resonates with you and then go. And you're going to have a fucking ball.
1: Yeah. And it's one of the silver linings of this whole situation that we do. I, I, you know, if it hadn't been for this, if New Japan was still going ahead as normal, would I have ever taken the time to sit down and watch this tournament? I don't know. Cause I'm not the kind of person who's inclined to do that stuff because it's hard to keep track of all the modern wrestling. Even just being a fan of New Japan, it's hard to keep up with all of that when they're doing two shows and Korakuen shows seemingly every other week. So I am appreciative of the fact that I've got the time now to pick and choose and go back and watch some of this formative stuff, which I'm very, very glad that I did. So, uh, yeah, excellent. So we'll, we'll have some more classic watch long matches next week. I haven't decided what they are yet, but uh, I'm sure we'll think of some interesting stuff and questions David the questions have dried up no one <laughs> wants to ask us questions anymore good uh, can apart can from remember? Bash friend of the show Bash who wow. uh, has left well there's one one serious question and then uh, a couple of light higher questions so uh, he says how do you think sport in arenas will deal with things post COVID-19 do you think there'll be social distancing in seats as they're saying for cinemas will you need to take a test two weeks before the event will they take the temperature at the start of an event will you need an app on your phone with a QR code saying you're okay uh also what about airports and travel? Um yeah. and yeah, yeah he yes says, uh, my brother was planning on going on a trip abroad but the place wanted him to have a covid-19 test before he went into the uh, blah blah blah. He, he my big worry is asymptomatic people because without high level testing in all countries I doubt much things will get back to normal. So a, bit, a long question there but uh uh, a useful question because this whole thing like to me there's no point in checking people's temperature before they go into places because we've already established that that's not really going to tell you if someone is infectious or not so uh, what do you think this is going to look like going forward
0: um first of all testing 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 right you that's that's going to be the true measure of the social distancing, right? That's, that's, we're, we're doing the social distancing with the idea that we're stopping a spread. Um, and we're, and, and the data suggests that, that, that is the successful method to stop it. But until there's testing, you, 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 you don't know. So that's the biggest challenge right now, especially in the States is testing, making sure that everybody can be tested. Look, I, this, the sports thing is front and center with me because I got news for you. I'm going to be the first people to see sports in a live environment. I guarantee you, because it will just be media at first. Guaranteed. Um, and then maybe a small select few amount of fans in, a, in an arena. I can't imagine we're starting off and we're jumping right into 17,000 people. That's why I talk about this Madison Square Garden show being in jeopardy. I, I I do, and, I'm, and 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 I say that not to scare people or disappoint people or whatever. I just know where we are with this. Um, travel, same thing. I, I'm sure life will be different. And again, I, I hate to use 911 as 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 the the talking point, but you know, think about traveling on airplanes before. And traveling on airplanes now, it's it's very different, and I think this will be will at least for the short term will make traveling a little bit more inconvenient and a little bit more uh, of a hassle uh, for for public safety. It's just it will. So yes, yeah, sports again. I think it's going to be empty arenas first, and then I think it's going then that we'll move on to small amounts of fans. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with these seasons now. Uh, football, you know, Premier League, NFL, hockey. I don't. I don't know. What, I, I. I don't see anything getting off the ground, and I think this, these these seasons will be canceled. Uh, baseball, which is a summer sport for us, um, maybe uh, that's the best I can say. A shortened season. They did it before with with the strike, where they've had shortened season. So there is a there is a. a, a uh, a model they can follow for a shortened season, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see something like that for baseball. But moving forward after that, <clears throat> we got, we got to get testing because that's that's going to be the key, and and even people's confidence in going places. Um, vaccine aside, you know, until that day comes where there, where there's a vaccine, testing's the only real solution to get things back to where they were.
1: Uh, Other questions says, Joel, games you're most excited about in the next few months? Well, I mentioned before, I really, I'm looking forward to getting over playing this Resident Evil 3 remake, which I've heard great things about. And uh, Music Damon, what made Music Damon fall in love with British music slash culture, where in the early 90s, American grunge and hip hop was an influence on a lot of British people?
0: Yeah, Um, that's a good question. So a lot, I would say all of my musical influence came from my sister. Um, who she was a big um, in the early '80s, big uh, Duran Duran fan, massive Duran Duran fan, and um, Adam and the Ants, and a lot of that stuff, a lot of that genre, and really how we got exposed to that in fucking New Jersey was MTV, MTV, um, you know, when it played videos and nothing but music videos, um, all these bands. You know, back in that time, I mean, you would get, you know, on regular radio, you'd get fucking Zeppelin and Genesis and, you know, just, you know, I don't know. It didn't really speak to me. Um, but, you know, like a band like Duran Duran, I, I, I've loved because I thought they were everything I thought a band should be. Um, and then Duran helped, you know, open the doors to other bands um, like Bowie. And like like I'm a kid, I don't know fucking Bowie from Bowie, but then you you see Bowie and hear Bowie, you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, And then you know, at that time, you're you're trying to find things like that. And there was a magazine called Smash Hits, I think it was, um, that would have Duran Duran on the cover, but it wasn't like a like a like a like one of those uh, you know teenage girl magazines, you know, like sixteen or you know like uh, or whatever they were. Um, it was a little bit more musical as opposed to cute boy focused. Um, and they would have bands in there, and they would talk about other bands. And so, so it was kind of like, oh, well, they talk a lot about, about Duran and Arcadia, so they talk about this band, The Smiths, but I'm not hearing The Smiths on the radio. And I don't know. Uh, so again, so that's how that started. And then to me, it was just a natural progression because to me, you know, shoegazy stuff like Jesus Mary Chain and um, even the stuff Duran was doing, you know, that kind of easily morphs into Stone Roses and uh, EMF and (laughs) and Jesus Jones and Happy Mondays and those type of bands and an early blur. And then that kind of blends into, you know, an even easier transition to Stone Roses and the whole Manchester scene and James and, Echo, you know, and the Bunnymen and, you know, then Britpop and Suede and Blur and Oasis and Echo Belly and all the, you know, it just, a, it just seemed like a natural progression where in the States it was, you know, you listen to Zeppelin and then you listen to, you know, metal and then Rush, you know, and it, it seemed like it was a natural track there that led into Loud Guitars, Alice Chains. So go, you know what I mean? It's just like, that was kind of like the natural progression. And that just, I like, I just needed my musical people to be a little bit more, like a little bit more flash and a little bit more, uh, I didn't want my fucking rock stars to look like they were pushing carts at a Walmart. You know what I mean? So grunge never really appealed to me. Like I, I don't, you know, I don't want you to look like you just rolled out of bed. I want you to look like a fucking star and be a star. Um, sorry for the long rant, but that's really how that happened. <laughs>
1: All right, well, that brings things to a close then. So um, we'll have more classic watch long for you next week. And redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast if you want to pay my hotel bill.
0: <laughs> 60,000
1: baht per night. <laughs> Do the right thing, people. Come on. Uh, Discord link is in the show notes. You can join us as we all collectively lose our minds and uh, kill each other on there forward slash superjcast Uh, thank you as always to editor Dan you can visit his twitter at uh, lousyhero219 you can subscribe to the voices of wrestling podcast network for other great shows and also keep your ears to the ground for an upcoming episode of wrestling omakaze with myself and John in the next few weeks give us a five state review on iTunes leave us a nice review follow us on twitter at the superjcast thank you everyone for listening and goodbye